Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. If you wish to send me any email with suggested topics or letting me know where you're at in your journey, I'd love to share that with you. If you can just email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A-8888 at gmail.com and I will gladly respond. I enjoy those emails. Let's me know that I'm not out here by myself. And I hope that it validates that you're not out there by yourself either. I'd like to be here for you. So I'm trying to record tonight. Hopefully this works out. I'm a little bit congested. I'm just getting over a cold that it's been kind of in me for the past couple of weeks. And as much as I'd want to record and have a lot of ideas, I just can't because <laughs> my voice is either too congested or too nasally. It's just, it's not, I don't know. We'll try it out tonight. Let's see how it works out. I have my cup of water right next to me and um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to work. I have a good feeling about this. So tonight is all about stress. I can never talk enough about it, which is not a really surprise to anybody. Many people come and see me in therapy because they're overwhelmed with stress. And you guys, stress is not the big things. What we live every day, the stress that we live every day is not really crisis type of stress that we make it sound like. You know, it's um, it's not a person that's about to pass on. It's not a person that's um, lost their job. We're not dealing with stress of uh, poverty and being out on the streets, not all of us, right? So those are actual real crisis or stresses that really we want to reserve our energy to deal with those specific situations. But unfortunately, when we live a stress-filled life throughout every day, what that really means is I have, by the, by the time an actual crisis occurs, my energy is depleted. So where does all that energy go all day long? Why do I feel exhausted or stressed all day long? Well, tonight I'm going to have the answer for you. And if you're doing that simple thing that I'm going to mention to you tonight, you are needing to interrupt it. And once you do, you will find out how much less stress you are really going to experience in your daily life. Now, for most of us, friends, stress is an internal thing not an external thing, right? If it's an external stressor, it would be something like I lost my job. Perhaps I experienced a loss of some kind, whether it's divorce, whether it's a loss of a person that I love in passing on. Those are external stressors, right? I'm about to lose my home. Uh, what else? Anything you could think of. Somebody's health is on the line. Whatever external stressor that we may deal with now and then. Now, most of us don't live crises every day, but internally it could feel like a crisis if I'm not understanding or disciplining or uh, recognizing what I'm doing in my mind. Because stress is mostly mental, friends. I promise you it is mostly mental. Most of our energy needs to be reserved for those situations I kind of just discussed, the external stressors, right? It needs to be experienced during those times. Uh, but when I'm not experiencing those, I don't need to be on a high level of stress like I am experiencing 
the freaking Hunger Games right now. I'm in the middle of Hunger Games and I'm just simply at work or I'm at home trying to rest and my mind would, would just not let me. That's the kind of stress I'm talking about. That's that's really the majority of our stress. That's what people's complaint when they come to see me in therapy is that I want to just reduce my stress. How the hell do I do that? Well, that is all of it. If you understand that it's mental, then you've basically got, you you understand the whole thing. <laughs> it is mental. Again, we don't experience those significant stressors externally that we experience every once in a while. But in, in our mind, we often fear or anticipate that these stressors might occur at any moment, which keeps us on a state of alertness that we don't really need to feel or experience all day long. And eventually that state of alertness chemically in your body will end up impacting your health will impact your well-being. And we all heard about this with diseases and and cancers and and uh, just any type of disorder within that could be induced by stress. It's not unusual for us to know that, except we don't really do much about it, I think as a as a society. We just kind of glorify the idea of stress that if I'm stressed that means I'm responsible, but all of it is an illusion. It is something that is not real. Uh, and all of it is of our own making and perhaps maybe even inherited from people before us. You know, I might have heard my mom always talk about bills. And if she worried about it, that means she's going to pay it. <laughs> so she she thought in her mind that if I worried about it, I'm more responsible than a person who doesn't worry about bills and just pays them. <laughs> I don't know. But I really thought at one point growing up like that is that I either had to go to extremes, whether it's to be completely irresponsible, meaning I really don't need to worry at all, which ended up making me irresponsible, or I needed to over worry, which led me to the need for control and worry, 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 anticipating if things are going to go wrong all the time, how things are going to turn bad. You know, I had to come up with uh, different scenarios in my head so it can keep me in alertness. And I thought that was being responsible. But of course, either extreme is just not not a way to live every day. People do live that way, but I'm really wanting you to get in there and really be responsible for your thoughts. That's the only freedom we truly have. And outside, we have really no say for the most part of what occurs on the outside. Who's going to say what? to us, what's going to happen, if we're ever going to get fired from this job. We have no control over these things. And we're not meant to. We're not really meant to. What we do have control over, and it's it's pretty significant, and it really is the difference between being free or not free, is our mind. We have control over what we think about. Think of your mind as your own house. You can clutter it up with a mess, or you can release Furniture you don't need. Uh, you can clean up inside when, and dust off as much as you like and really make sure that your house is clean and calm just like you like it. That's the power that I'm trying to make you notice about yourself because we all have this power. Believe me when I tell you, we have the power to choose our attitude. But it requires practice, disciplining, and of course, cleaning of the inner house. Because if I let thoughts play out that 
really are going to end up taking me into a dark, morbid hole. That's I'm in charge of that, by the way. I'm letting it happen. I'm thinking thoughts through, but yet I don't want to be stressed. You have to choose, my friends. Do I want to think these thoughts which are going to lead to stress? Or do I want to release or surrender these thoughts and be in the moment? That What do I want to do? So the main thing I want to talk about today that will help us reduce stress is having judgment or judging things in our mind. And what I mean by judgment is simply having an opinion about things that we're doing all day long. That causes for us a lot of stress. It tries to anticipate how something is going to go. So it can be something as simple as I'm going to go check my email. So I'm sitting there thinking about how I'm going to go check my email and I'm going wild. I'm thinking about what if this person emailed me? How will I respond to them? What will this email be like? So the first thing I'm going to do is anticipate, have a judgment about what all these emails are going to include. I'm going to want to predict it in my head. So I'm thinking about, oh, it's going to take a while. I'm having opinions about it here. I go again, judging the situation. I'm having opinions about it. I am considering how long it might take me what the outcome is going to be. And I'm sitting there making so many judgments about it that it makes this checking the email a lot bigger and more pressured than just the actual action. If I just go and check my email, next thing you know, it's done. I don't don't want to think about it. I just want to go do it. But that's what we do culturally is we think about things before we even do them. We also have judgments about while we're doing them. You know, if I want to go type a paper for school, I'll have judgments or opinions about myself as I'm typing the paper, which might inhibit how much I'm writing perhaps, or what I'm, what my uh, production level is going to be. I might not even produce anything for hours because I'm in sitting in judgment of myself and how I'm writing and what the teacher or the professor might think of the paper I'm writing. And I'm going into places in my mind that are so stressful, but not actually because of the work itself, but because I'm trying to basically know what I can't know or judge situations to death before I actually just do them. And so I don't know if you've noticed this already, but the actions themselves take no time, perhaps, if I make sure that I withhold my judgment on them. That simple thing, really being present with no judgment, is really going to help you upgrade the quality of your days but I don't mean just like, okay, I'll I'll just do it every once in a while where I'll just inhibit some sort of judgment about something. No, I need you to do it all day long. You want to feel its power? Do it all day long. Really work on it. Now, many people usually resist because they think that, oh, I'm just going to do it a couple of times and it'll work. No, just like any habit in your mind, it took a while in the making. So that's what we're doing. But this time we're doing it on purpose. So it will take a lot less time to get this habit acquired, but I have to actually do it all day long and I have to do it on purpose or else I don't know how do you, how do we think is we're going to get this stress-free life, right? Again, the kind of stress we're trying to reduce here is the mental stress you experience all day long. That's what I'm talking about when we don't even need it. It's not about external situations or deadlines on the outside that makes us really stress and move forward. No, no, no. Most of our stress is 
thinking the shit out of some things and focusing and hyper-focusing and obsessing about certain thoughts or certain outcomes or certain infra pieces of information that we just isolate and look at and look at to death and think about and have opinions about. And it's just, it takes over. That's the loudness we have in, in our minds. So if we just really get good at reducing judgment, we're going to feel a lot less stress. So the biggest trick in doing that is come in, come in a little closer. Yeah, a little closer. I'm going to tell you a secret. The biggest thing is to maintain a state of curiosity. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Were you holding your breath? Go ahead and breathe right now because it's that's all it is. It's just putting your mental state in a state of curiosity about your world. So some of you might be asking, well, Tala, what does that look like if I'm going to check my email? Well, that looks like I'm curious. I don't know what my email is going to have, but I'll find out when I get there. Uh, I don't know what the grade on my paper that I'm going to type up for this professor is going to be, but I'll know once I finish it and I deliver it. You see, that's what I mean. You see, that's already half, that's a, that's a lot of stress that's just out of your way. You don't have to actually think shit to death before you start doing the stuff that you're doing throughout the day. A lot of the times we dismiss that. We think like, that can't be it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. That's all we're feeling all day long. We're not really physically, we're not in the hunger games trying to survive and trying to find water, um, escape other people that are trying to kill us. But in our mind, that's what this level of stress feels like that we've created on the inside. So let's all take responsibility for our thoughts. And in, in doing that, we basically are going to all become curious. Whatever curiosity means to you. Does curiosity mean, I don't know what the outcome is and I'm going to just do what I need to do? Does curiosity mean I have no judgment about this situation because I really don't know anything about it, but I'm willing to know. I'm open to knowing. And whatever reaction I have to react to at that time will come. I don't need to anticipate anything bad that's going to happen. I just am prepared. That means I reserve my energy until stuff that's unexpected occurs, at which point my energy is reserved. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not already in a toxic place emotionally and chemically, internally, and then something happens on the outside and I just fall apart because uh, I haven't reserved my energy. I've been just always on high stress level. I'm never bringing it down. So having the ability to put ourselves in a state of curiosity really means that I sit there and I place that suggestion within. It's just to be curious. Being curious allows you to relieve yourself of having an opinion about whatever it is you're about to do or whatever it is that you're doing. And so I'm just relieving it. Now, your body at first is going to resist it because it's used to having too many freaking opinions. It's used to filling in time on the inside. It just wants to fill in with thoughts. It has thoughts all day long. It's We're just a society that freaking ruminates to death. We glorify that I'm stressed and I'm just, uh, you know, we. I don't know. It's just we think that if we're more stressed, we're more productive. I've mentioned that before, but it's good to repeat it because the stress thing has not been solved for many. So we can never hear enough about it. I want you guys to know that you are in control of it. I didn't really know this until I saw this movie called Office Space. And it, this movie was, uh, I think in the 90s, Jennifer Aniston is in there. It's one of my favorite movies. 
but I don't really know who the other actors are, but they're awesome. They're so much fun. Anyways, uh, this guy who's worked in a very kind of boring job, he doesn't like it, techie job, sits in a cubicle all day, gets hypnotized, but the hypnotist dies in the process of himself getting hypnotized. So he's not, he doesn't wake up from the hypnosis supposedly, right? And so he remains in a state of relaxation, doing everything uh, that he used to do, but is much more relaxed, even learning to take days off when he wants to take days off, uh, going to work and, and he's filleting a fish at work. It's just so much fun. But watching that movie helped awaken something in me that at the time I didn't pay much attention to, but I was attracted to, which is the idea, is it possible for people to be at work and to be free from stress? to do things all day long, be with people all day long, and to really experience that freedom from stress? And the answer is yes, absolutely. If this is attractive to you, I really recommend that you chase it, you follow it. It's worth following. Is it possible? Yeah, it is. It is. The man didn't go through any magical experience. All he did was go through hypnosis, which is another way to follow a suggestion that you're giving your brain, right? So we can do that while we're awake. And think about it. We overthink things that become so real to us at times that puts us on high alert and gives us a lot of stress. We're doing that all on the inside, which is a form of hypnosis. Believe me when I tell you, it is like we're putting ourselves in a trance, thinking stuff so to death beating a dead horse on the inside. And that's really focusing our energy towards that thing. And then eventually we become the distressed person that we are. The same thing can also be done with contemplating curiosity. For example, I can get into thinking really hard about curiosity or spaciousness on the inside. And I would accomplish similar things. Now, the more I do that on purpose, the more I give myself the brain command to to be curious in a situation. And I just tell it, be curious and going into what curiosity means, really defining it in my head, maybe reading about it, maybe reading quotes about it. All these resources will just help reinforce that suggestion in your mind that you're trying to give it. It's very powerful. The more I do this, the more I study curiosity and practice it and apply it throughout the day, the more it becomes a part of my working memory, part of my brain. I'm just doing it all day long and practicing it all day long. It is not going to be hidden from me anymore. Again, we spend a lot of time obsessing about stuff that is useless. I want you to start obsessing about things that are useful to you. I mean, it's worth it. That's the power that your mind has. Why do we think that we have no control obsessing about something that's terrible, how things are going to go wrong, how things are going to be hard, how things are going to be stressful and out of our control? We think we're helpless to that, but all we're doing is making it consume us, rule us, take over our brain and our chemistry. When we can simply replace it, is another way to say that, replace it with curiosity. I want to practice curiosity. That's a good command for your brain. It's like, let's practice curiosity. Come up with a phrase that involves you in the idea of curiosity in that moment, whatever that may be. My favorite statement that I often say is, I don't know what I don't know. 
Another statement that I always tell myself is, we'll find out when we get there. Those help keep my mind in a place where it's grounded so it doesn't flutter everywhere. So I'm not thinking stuff to death and in my mind, uh, just losing my footing, losing the present moment and what things I got to do because I'm too busy obsessing about things. We have a powerful mind. If we don't start taking responsibility for what we're thinking, then we're going to perceive ourselves helpless, at which point that's what every disorder, like I always say, that's what every disorder is basically based on, our helplessness to our own thinking patterns. So there's never enough times I can talk about stress, but to relieve stress, let's start being curious. Let's take responsibility for implementing and applying curiosity in all our daily activities. Even when you think you know what's going to happen. I've just, I'm just going to do what I do. If I wake up in the morning and I, th I start thinking about, oh, this day is going to go bad. And I, oh, I don't want to be up and da, da, da. And I don't know what's going to happen later on. And I'm going to start to think about different scenarios. If I'm doing all that, I'm already coming up with too many opinions. Forget it. It ruins the whole day. But we practice curiosity the second we wake up. All I want is a cup of coffee right now. I can control that. Let me go make my little coffee and get ready. That's it. When my mind wants to bring in thoughts about later on in the day or what's going to happen or what I should have done, what it should have, what it sh things should be, then I'm going to redirect it again. I'm going to have to train it, discipline it. I'm the boss. I'm going to tell it, you know what? Yeah, you can't think about that. But how about we choose to think nothing? How about we choose to enjoy the coffee. Think about the coffee I'm drinking right now. And when I say think about the coffee, I don't mean about how bad it is or good it is. I just don't want to have any opinions about it. It's coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm getting ready and that's it. When I start to have opinions, I really, I jump on them. Like why, what's the point? What am I going to do with myself if I have an opinion about this? Like, what am I trying to do? I need to start getting serious about my own thoughts. That's why stress is causing people so many problems is because we really think we're helpless to it. Again, on the outside, we have no control, really very little control of what happens on the outside. But on the inside, it can be a state of curiosity, a state of no judgment. And I know people are listening and they're saying to themselves, well, Tala, how can we just not have any, any thoughts? Like, how do I do that? How do I get rid of that? curiosity, contemplate curiosity. You have the power to obsess and focus about stress and stressful themes and events. You also have the ability to obsess about curiosity, about just staying in a place where it's innocent. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just think it's going to be an adventure today. Whatever it is, if we look at it in a, from a state of curiosity, it will become an adventure. And eventually that's your state of being. Just like you've created a state of being that is stress-induced all day long, you can get, create a state of being that is curiosity-induced. Why the hell not? We've got nothing to lose. Start by picking and choosing what it is you really want to spend your time thinking about. That's your business. Nobody can control that for you. And so as long as you perceive yourself helpless to that, that's going to continue with the stress level that you're feeling. If you start taking responsibility, now, now you're going to see a lot of relief. People sometimes fight me on this. They say, well, I can't stop it. I'm not asking you to stop it. All I'm asking you to do is to practice something else. And while you're busy practicing curiosity, 
I'm pretty sure uh, stress might not be invited in this practicing of curiosity. You're going to have to choose. Do I want stress and judgment and and uh, thoughts, 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 opinions, opinions, opinions? Or do I want curiosity? I'll just let things play out and let's see how it goes. People will go to extremes and tell me, well, you don't want me to think about what's going to happen later and what if I have to prepare for something. Your idea of being prepared for anything, again, is is a, a common mistake we all make internally is that we think we have to be prepared by being on high alertness, which when the problem, if the problem ever shows up, you're not going to be prepared for it because your immune system is already low because you're highly stressed and your uh, level of coping is going to be even more reactive, more loud, more exhausting to you because again, you have not reserved your energy. It's already depleted by the time you get to experience something that's unexpected, a stressor, an external stressor. We don't want to be living like we're living in a a war zone on the inside. When we're outside living a life that many people can hope for, So we want to match the inside with our outside friends. We want to match it. If your inside is way too chaotic and the outside is going pretty well, like what, what's the point? What, what is this? What are we doing to ourselves? We need to get right with that serious about what we're doing on our, to ourselves on the inside. It needs to be a serious thing. We all confront taking responsibility for our own thoughts is what we're built to do. We don't think other people's thoughts. We only think our own thoughts. But sometimes we'll spend a lifetime projecting our thoughts onto people, thinking that we really think we know what they're thinking. We're going to waste a whole lot of time. We're going to waste a lot of time fortune telling, thinking about thoughts about the future that is not within our capability to know or have not been, or has not been revealed. But we're going to think it to death until we get to know something. And so all of that is just a waste of internal time and your chemistry is getting trained to stay at a default setting that is stressful for you. That means it'll just kind of always be stressed. And even if you try to quiet it down, you're just going to basically bring it back to its default setting that you've trained it to be. So we have to retrain the default setting to curiosity just curiosity. It'll actually solve a whole lot of other thinking processes that you actually contribute to all day long. If you just replace it with curiosity, then you're not putting pressure on yourself to think about outcomes or think about how things should be, would have been, blah, blah, blah. It's just really curiosity, what this person's thinking. We spend a lot of time thinking about what people are thinking, for example, and that can relieve you from it. Being curious, I don't know, but let's find out what this person is really thinking. Let's ask questions. I don't need to think things to death. And that's what stress is. That's really what people spend time all day long on and call it stress. If we're just dealing in the moment with whatever it is that we're dealing with, we're not going to be stressed anymore. We're going to sleep better. We're going to feel better. We're going to be less sick. And that's what we're really built to do is to only control our own thoughts which in turn control our attitudes toward toward our world. And the best way to do that is to start getting curious. Start getting curious. Okay. I hope I hammered that in there. I was really precise here, but it needed to be very precise. I might have even talked about this before in previous episodes, but you know, if I have to isolate that specific 
strategy for you guys today, it's because I really think it's the one that'll help save you from a lot of stress throughout the day. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light. And remember, when you're curious, you experience the day in adventures. This has been an episode of Drive Through.